0: I'm Julie. I'm Amy. And it's time to pucker up. Hey! It's kind of been a crazy uh, 24 hours in the uh, hockey sphere.
1: Well, yeah, and it's been a crazy couple of weeks since we last spoke about the hockey sphere, so
0: there's a lot to catch up on. That's true. So uh, before we get to who we're rooting for in the old bubbles now, let's uh, start with our general news.
1: Yes, our... Our friend Tuukka Rask, speaking of in the bubble, is no longer in the bubble.
0: His team is. He is not. Correct. He decided that, so he made this kind of controversial comment that it was hard because I think the Bruins lost a game and he said, well, it was weird because the fans are not there and blah, blah, blah. And then the next day he was gone.
1: Yeah, it was when they were still was it when they were still in the round robin or when it was when they were in the first round?
0: I think it was still in the round robin.
1: I think so, but he was gone before the first round started. Yeah. I think he left, like he yeeted like two hours before the first round started, if I remember correctly.
0: He's like, Okay, bye. Either way, everybody was like, Oh well, like this whole mental toughness narrative that's kind of hovering around this being in the bubble situation and oh they're in there without their families and oh there's no fans to to hype them up and oh this uh blah 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 he really it's apparently just a
1: longer different list of excuses as far as some people are concerned as far as i'm concerned and i think you're concerned He had a family emergency. He said, bye bye
0: His wife apparently contacted him and said, hey, our daughter is having a medical emergency. I, probably, I need you to come home. And I, at that point, would be like, "Uh, okay. Yeah, Um, I mean, there's there's absolutely no question. Like, you don't
1: think twice about that.
0: And just because you're a hockey player doesn't mean you are exempt from your familial obligations? Like, I don't understand that. Well, it
1: you, doesn't mean that family isn't a priority, period.
0: Yeah. You have children. Like, I don't know if it was an older daughter or if it was the newborn, but either way, especially if it was the newborn, mm-hmm. and was people are like, oh, well, she's she just gave birth, or, oh, well, it was born in March or something like that. Well, it doesn't matter. It's still a newborn. Yeah, it is a small child. Because I know he's he's got a couple of toddlers as well, I think.
1: Yeah, I think he has, like, maybe Oshi girls,
0: aged girls. I don't know it looks idea. like maybe from pictures that I've seen. Some older ones and then the newborn. Mm-hmm. I hope this is not picking up my dog chewing on this bone really close to me right now. It is. I can Another use- person who was yeeted from the bubble... Yeah. Is uh Mike Milberry who also made a controversial statement. And it's only controversial if you're an asshole. He made
1: several. This well, was the one that caused Mike Milberry
0: has a history of saying asshole shit. If you recall uh literally any of our past episodes where we've talked about Mike Mike Milberry. Um I hate him. Yeah, there's not much to like. I hate him. And I have hated him since I first had to listen to him insult Marcus Johansson nonstop. This time, he happened to say at the end of the Caps-Islanders game, where the Caps were eliminated, that, well, there were no women in the bubble, so they couldn't be distracted by them. Well, and it
1: was a tag on a a larger statement, which was basically like, maybe for some of these guys they enjoy spending the time away from their wives burr, 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 burr. and there are no women in the bubble to distract them
0: from burr, 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 burr. so again hockey players are robots and family doesn't or, matter and or boys will be boys
1: you know let's look at it either stupid fucked up way
0: all right but listen if it's boys will be boys what does he think they're doing don't answer i don't that.
1: No, I don't want to answer that, but you know who needs a wife or whatever
0: mm. you just have to ask some questions you know if if it's oh, uh, I know. if it's uh well there either there are no women in the bubble or boys will be boys. I don't know what is what what is Mike mulberry implying here? I'm sorry, I'm implying everyone's gay as I usually do anyway, Mike Mulberry finally got drummed off the air and unfortunately i doubt that it'll stay that way but i really really wish
1: it would i wish it would too let's all make wishes and cross our fingers and and if wishes were star. fishes
0: we'd all eat tonight caspery mm. capitan there was a big trade that went down caspery capitan who was a to six Pittsburgh, syllable alliterative yeah, are you still going to pick him up for your teams now that he's a Pittsburgh Penguin? Probably not. He was originally a Pittsburgh Penguin, and I believe he went to uh, Pittsburgh. They start playing. Pittsburgh drafted him. Yeah, Pittsburgh drafted him, and I believe he went to Toronto as part of the Phil Kessel trade.
1: I believe that is correct.
0: And now he's being traded back along with some basically guys to – go play on the Marlies. Warowski that plays in uh wilkes barre another guy who maybe is a pretty decent prospect and a decent draft pick pittsburgh's first round pick this season yeah they paid value for kaepernick so i don't know dude i just don't know oh and i want to make fun of evan rodriguez while we're here oh yeah he played for buffalo didn't he he sure did he asked for a trade out of Buffalo. Went to Pittsburgh, did not play in any of their three qualifying round games before they got yeeted, in the swept. First round. swept is the word I was looking for, swept, yeah. and now he's probably going to play for the Marlies, so what's better, playing for the Toronto Marlies, or actually playing in the NHL, even though it's in Buffalo? I mean, take your pick, man. Ask somebody
1: in Toronto, they might say playing in Toronto. <laughs>
0: i doubt a lot of people in toronto would say playing in toronto honestly i don't know the hatred for
1: the sabers is strong there
0: dude toronto seems fucking miserable well now that mike milbury isn't there anymore it's at least a little bit better if the media
1: is fucking miserable yeah well we'll get to toronto being miserable in a little bit
0: we we don't have anything on about toronto on here
1: oh we have something about toronto I'm making my bunny ears.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Then, apparently in a game last night that Vegas lost. Boy, did they. Uh, <laughs> listen, I love that for them.
1: Me too.
0: We're rooting for the Canucks in that series in case that wasn't clear.
1: We are.
0: Anyone we can root for against Vegas is is fine by us, except for, you know, the Blackhawks. I'd hate to have to. Mm. Well, I might even root for the Penguins against Vegas at this point. Yeah. Anyway,
1: Jonathan so
0: Yeah, he dove. You saw the clip, right? I did. Watch the clip. He dove. Um, he got uh, he got a little little tap taparoo to the left hand and uh, threw his right hand up. I don't know if he got called for it, but uh,
1: I don't think he did. But I think he, he got the slashing
0: got... call he was looking for, because I believe oh. I saw that they he got a soft call.
1: Well, that'd be it and uh he got called on it on the insta
0: yeah uh, so there are two things i want to say about this so he got called out on instagram and he flipped his shit and i think it's inappropriate for people to have like attacked his children and said that he was raising little divers of his own and i think well, it's in, yeah. i think it's inappropriate for people to maybe put those con- comments on a on a post celebrating his wedding anniversary right and- lived his ever-loving shit. He cussed people up one side and down the other. Let's talk
1: about a proportionate response here.
0: He called people names. He cussed them in French and in English. He Mm -hmm. lost his goddamn mind. And he apologized for it today.
1: Did he, though?
0: I mean, as much as anyone ever apologizes for anything.
1: I mean, and I did say in the Discord, which by the way, join our Discord. (laughs) That at least he didn't say it was hacked. Like, I think hopefully, like, maybe the NHL between this and then the other thing we're going to talk about next has moved beyond the, oh, <gasps> I must have been hacked excuse.
0: Nobody believes anyone was hacked anymore. Like. Right. But that doesn't stop people from thinking that people do. We all just go, no, okay. We don't believe you got hacked. Sure thing, bud. Sure, Dan. Jan. You think Logan Couture is going to try that?
1: No, I don't think so. I you think it's... No it's, plausible
0: deniability there? I think
1: it stopped with the last tweet. I think that was the last tweet he wrote about it. Hold on, I'm going to
0: double check. So, Logan Couture... Yeah, you also, can start, and I last will night, do
1: some research.
0: Posted a tweet about how he got sucker punched in a bar in Toronto for expressing his agreement with certain people in the American political system what, what
1: we can't say that person's name. I don't name?
0: like to say his name
1: 45 then there's not that's not a name
0: fine yes certain goobers in the American political system certain oh no he
1: just tweeted a little something about a half an hour ago
0: oh so he did apologize it's of course a note screenshot somebody okay all right hold on let's go through the rest of this Hold on, okay. hold on, hold on. We gotta get to that part first. Okay. Hold on. So, Logan Couture tweets that he got sucker pu- sucker punched in a bar in Toronto for, say, and Logan Couture plays for the uh, San Jose Sharks, for saying that he supports Trump and blah, 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 well, whatever. Well, what
1: I have the tweet in my notes from my pod. Hold okay, on. cool, cool, cool. It says, <clears throat> the initial tweet was, I spent last night in Toronto, Ontario. I talked about voting for the Republican Party, and I mentioned Donald Trump by name. I was sucker punched. Is this really what we're coming to? If you vote, you're a villain? Man, this world is so wrong.
0: So, he um, really continued to double down on that throughout the evening. Would
1: you like to hear some of those doubling downs? I have... Those are my notes as well.
0: Well, I know that it included him saying he doesn't vote. Mm-hmm. He was sucker punched in the face, mm-hmm. which is not how sucker punching works. And well, uh, here's
1: my here's my little caveat on that. A sucker punch implies that you didn't see it coming. It is possible to get smacked in the face without seeing it coming, especially if you're drunk.
0: Hmm and it's also i believe said that his dad was a cop which is not true correct um so i feel like there are a lot of things left out of this story like either he's lying which i feel like i'm like okay so i feel like he's lying or if he did get punched in a bar in toronto there was a lot more to the story than he told Mm mm-hmm so what is his apology? And and I will say someone just dead-ass tweeted at him. Can't wait to see your screenshot of notes apology tomorrow.
1: <laughs> okay. August 26th at 5.08 p.m. is the timestamp on the screenshot.
0: So about half an hour ago. Mm-hmm.
1: I have been debating whether or not to speak further on this matter. How? And I'm reading this for the first time as you are. However... Because much of what I tweeted earlier today has been taken out of context. Oh, uh uh-huh. I want to elaborate. Oh, great. Bringing politics to my platform is wrong. While I did not do a good job of communicating my thoughts earlier today, I do believe that everyone is entitled to their own voice and opinions. But regardless of what anyone believes, and to be clear, I do not believe in supporting Donald Trump. Responding with violence isn't the answer and doesn't solve anything. I regret the decision to make this incident public. I apologize to the sharks as well as my family for having to deal with this. I hold myself to a high standard, sorry, and I apologize for any of my comments that were poorly worded and do not reflect my true feelings or beliefs. I appreciate those who have reached out to me with their concern let me see if there's more so doesn't look that way logan
0: couture was one of those guys who posted his little screenshotted notes app black lives matter statement and um for the record i don't believe you can express support for like i don't understand how he got punched in the face for supporting republican politics and now he's saying he doesn't support them so what was it bud yeah like, or
1: did you just lie and think you could get away with it were
0: you playing devil's advocate and you got punched because people thought like you like maybe don't play devil's advocate then like i am like you don't have to do that people like, don't have a tolerance for that anymore
1: and if your comments were poorly worded how about but, like correctly wording them and telling us what you actually meant to say because i don't think he did that in his no, little screenshot and note statement
0: so basically he's not he's not clarifying anything he said but says it
1: needs to be it see, it see it says it was all unclear and taken out of context <gasps> give us context dude
0: henry didn't like it
1: henry shouldn't like it it's not likable
0: henry wouldn't like living couture Louis Couture looks like butthead. It's true. So, basically, he spouted all this, yeah, Black Lives Matter, I'm listening and learning, and he did not listen nor learn.
1: No, absolutely not. Because,
0: if he, I mean, like, listen, if you support Trump at this point, honestly, you probably deserve to get punched in the face. Right? <clears throat> Whatever. That's it. That's all I'm saying. All right. Let's move on to yes, please. our favorite segment. Ha, 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 ha. What's the message, Gary?
1: Oi! And we're going to start with everybody's favorite villain from the Caps' only series in these playoffs.
0: Anders Lee. So, uh, Anders Lee, in the first game of the Caps Isles series, lays this, like, late blindside hit on Nick Backstrom. And uh, it's fine. It's totally fine. Totally no, legal hit. No, 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 no. Absolutely uh, not. Totally fine. Nick Backstrom. The hockey play. Sorry. Uh, yeah, totally fine. Goes into uh, concussion protocol and uh, stays there for... A week? The rest of the series, basically. He played in game five. Yeah. Yeah, no, just... It's fine. Cool. Totally fine. The controversy here, A, not only did he do that and put... Backstrom into concussion protocol, but then a- Islanders fans were upset about a perfectly legal hip check that Radko Gudas threw on was it Anders Lee on somebody on the Islanders. Oh, hold on, I can look through my freaking. This is the so great thing about having
1: done another podcast because I have notes.
0: Basically, Islanders fans then got pissed because they thought Gudas deserved punishment for this hit that he laid on one of the Islanders because it's Clutterfuck. Um, oh, you're right, it was. It's come into my brain on Cal Clutterbuck because Clutterbuck, I believe the one the guy tried to argue with us about was the hit was was illegal because the guy didn't have the puck. The dude literally had the puck. I don't know... The key, that hit was perfectly legal. The one on Backstrom was not. Another person who's no longer in the playoffs is Pierre Luc Dubois. Thank and you. I know everyone's got a boner for Pierre Luc Dubois because he's big and good looking, but he's a piece of shit.
1: Pretty much. Like, well, every Torts Coach team needs at least one piece of shit,
0: right? Yeah, well, Pierre Luc Dubois. Um who's on my list, by the way, for crimes against Marcus Johansson.
1: I'm sorry, I'm not laughing at your list. It's unfortunate there are a list I know it's unfortunate that there is a list of crimes against Marcus Johansson.
0: Well You'd there... think
1: he'd be less of a target, but you
0: know. And yet, so Pierre Luc Dubois just- dirty shit non-stop in that series against the pampa bay lightning like and listen, nothing got listen, called it's hard to be dirtier than the tampa bay lightning yet here we are folks mm. not that i'm saying the tampa bay lightning were not dirty because they were certainly fucking dirty but
1: uh i mean dirty is one of their trademarks
0: yeah that's kind of their thing and then uh one that was legit i think was the uh matt niskanen hit on brendan gallagher
1: dude broke his jaw
0: yeah um so people are upset that matt niskanen only got one game for that but take into account that niskanen is not a repeat offender and it is the playoffs so well,
1: and they probably only have <coughs> one one or two games left against that opponent anyhow
0: i believe they only played one more game against them um so here's the thing about that hit though i don't think it is it was intentional no i, believe, I don't think so either. i believe he was trying to cross check gallagher sure but gallagher was also falling so it ended up being a lot worse than yeah
1: either way it was an illegal play i don't yeah. think he intended the degree of illegality that ended up happening
0: but matt felt like shit too I'm, can't imagine he
1: didn't i mean he's not i love matt
0: niskanen and i believe he's a good person and i have personally had fun with matt niskanen <laughs> so <Yeah>. that's true <laughs> matt niskanen's a fucking delight give, i know that's give, that any seems...
1: guy, give any guy a couple of beers and some free gambling and they will be a fucking.
0: <laughs> matt Niskanen's fun <laughs> he's more fun than a lot of the capitals were at the time
1: that's true And that's saying something. All right. So let's go back to the list.
0: Let's do it. Let's talk about it. Pull the bandaid off, Amy. Pull the bandaid off, Amy. Look, this team sucked.
1: They sucked big goose eggs. They sucked big
0: goose eggs out of people's assholes. They were not good. They were bad. And you know what's really funny to me is like, were they really that bad? Because now, because like, okay, I thought going into a Flyers Islanders series, like the Flyers would fucking dominate.
1: Uh, I think they did that today. I do not know what the current score is. Oh, let me look. The last I looked, it was three nothing, and they chased Varlamov.
0: I know they chased Varlamov. You love to see it. I know. Uh, what? I just want you to know that I pulled this up. It's three three, and both teams have empty nets. Somehow, what? That's impossible. It went to overtime, and the Flyers won. So, oh. um, yeah. I just want to say, since the Islanders are actually holding their own against the Flyers, who are a fucking juggernaut, I will. I'm gonna give the Flyers credit because if somebody from the East has to go through, I want it to be the Flyers. Yes. I hate everyone else that's left. I wanted it to be the Flyers. Yes, the caps may not be as bad as we thought. No, I think
1: I but, think the Islanders system is as good as we thought. I think the Flyers team and their coach is much more capable of breaking down that system than, than the Capitals than the coach that we had would ever do.
0: Uh, Todd. Was unable to out-coach Barry. No, not even
1: out-coach Barry. Just coach. Coach period, yes. He made no adjustments. Yes, he switched the lines around a little. Whoopee! He finally
0: fixed the bulk of our defense problem.
1: Well, yeah. Mr. Um, Firelights himself.
0: He benched Michael Kempney, which was the first good thing he'd done in N-O-L-A. the entire playoffs after two games of Kempney being in an absolute tire fire mm. I mean whew. Um, and I'm sad that the Caps are probably not going to bring back Radko goodis because he actually was putting his back into it here's the thing though if you somehow
1: find a way to find a place for Michael Kempney to go and you have a little bit of cap space left over, you might be able to keep Brad Cogutis around and maybe give him just a little tiny raise.
0: Mm. No, because Philly's got retained salary on him, so we're not even paying him his salary. Oh, boo. So it's I don't know that we could pay him.
1: So, But the thing is, there aren't going to be many other teams who can either.
0: Oh, because the cap, the salary cap is flat. He's not actually... He did not have a great season. He's going to be probably taking a lower salary anyway. Yeah, so why not consider um, the possibility if you're going to heat Kempney? I think they ew. do need to get rid of Kempney. I hope they do. That'd be nice. Unfortunately, I think... They will use that cap space to try and sign Dylan. Yeah, but he's
1: making League Min. You don't have to give him that much of a raise. Ooh,
0: Dylan? I think. Hold on. I got cap friendly bookmarked. I don't think Dylan makes League Minimum. You know who's gonna uh they have to re-sign who is probably gonna get a raise, right? Not much Ooh. of one, but Big handsome. Big handsome.
1: Um He is making League Min. He is like making League Min, I'm sorry. Our friend Brendan Dillon is making 1.6. He's not making much.
0: He can make two. Yeah, and I think we could afford that. Gotta get rid of Kempney. Kempney makes four, right? Kempney makes two and a half. Oh. Gotta get rid of someone else. Dimitri Orlov. He makes five. Oh, he's not worth it. He's gotta go somewhere. But I think they'll keep him around and use him as as, uh, expansion draft bait. But
1: everybody else is cheap. I mean, aside from... John 8 mil a fucking season Carlson.
0: I hate him so much.
1: If he doesn't get put on the block for the Kraken, I riot.
0: Oh, he won't. Why the fuck not? If we don't re sign Holtby to bribe the Kraken, it'll be Orlov.
1: All right, if you say so. I think he's a nice, Carlson would be a nice, juicy morsel who has a name who would give the Caps much more cap space to fool around with. Just saying. What about Lars Eller? Lars Eller doesn't make a whole lot of money. He makes 3.5.
0: Lars Eller to the Kraken, perhaps. I mean, I would would entertain that. I love Lars, but whatever. Anyway, the Capitals fucking suck. Who's the Kraken? Yes we're paying him too never, much for what we're getting never gonna happen nobody's ever gonna take him after the scandal mm-hmm. however you know how we feel about his contract mm-hmm. also i hate him just kidding i hate this koozie who's standing over here whining for some reason i know he's he's sympathizing he knows we're talking shit about his namesake he does know we're talking shit about his namesake stop crying you baby so, the Caps uh, got outworked, outcoached. Now, you didn't get out as outworked as we had imagined watching the Islanders play the Flyers, but it um, wasn't good. No. So, But we're going to talk about the other thing that happened to the Capitals once we get to the highlights. Mm-hmm. Highlight What's game for a highlight, though? It was while well, it lasted. The Caps finally managed to win a game against well, yeah, the Islanders.
1: And it was, I really think... And I don't think this is a biased opinion at all. I think the average hockey watcher would say that game four was the only game that was actually a little bit of fun to watch. And it's not just because the Caps won, it's because it looked like a it hockey. It looked game. like hockey, yeah. yeah.
0: The Caps decided to get some breakup haircuts and. Oh, for fuck's
1: Um, sake. I forgot about that already.
0: (laughs) I will never ever. TJ wore that goatee to somebody's wedding and Lauren let him. No. Yes. That's not right. Look, maybe he's just happy he can
1: grow hair on his face.
0: Because I remember somebody in the Discord said maybe she has a little bit of a pirate kink. And I said, listen, I hate to think that Lauren and I have similar kinks. So.
1: Look, I don't know need to know about the kinks of all of my
0: friends. You know I'm into a little bit of a pirate beard, you know. I yes, you have a type. Anyway, it was I it, it was nice because it kept them from getting swept, which is really all I wanted, and it kept them from being the first team out of the playoffs, which was also nice. Mm. Because they then, were what?
1: the 3rd, the 4th?
0: Uh I believe the 5th.
1: Really? Shit.
0: Because then um Columbus Carolina went out before them. <laughs> a couple of other teams as well. Dallas and Calgary game six was a highlight for fucking sure. Dallas. Oh,
1: yeah, that was the 7-1 game, wasn't it?
0: No. Dallas came out and went down three goals.
1: Oh, yeah. But they scored like. And then proceeded
0: to score. Six unanswered. Yeah, seven unanswered goals. The, the extra, the okay, extra right. point kick was good dallas dallas comes out and goes down three goals in the first period and i'm like oh shit we're going to game seven no no it was fine it was totally fine they went in the locker room after the first period rick bonus yelled at them which is what you want your coach to do and Mm -hmm. not just believe in you yeah todd and then dallas proceeded to come back out and score seven unanswered goals all kinds of ass. Dave ripped a hole in the Calgary Flames and then proceeded to go on to play Colorado, where everyone was like, LOL, Colorado is going to murder them. And now they're up two games over Colorado. So suck it, Avs fans. I, I mean, want to go on I'll the record go- as saying, I know we have a lot of friends who are on the Avs bandwagon right now. And I want to say to you, I hate you all. But poor Groovy. Groovy's not even playing anymore. I know, but more Groovy. Yeah, so in game, this should have been under low lights. Game one of the series between Dallas and um, Colorado, through no fault of Dallas's, somebody was tweeting about how they were ready to get mad at Dallas, but Groovy's crotch gave out on him. Yeah. And this is the second time he's injured it in this season because he also did the same thing at the stadium game.
1: And it's one thing if you're a a regular skater to have yeah, a groin that's, kind
0: of, that's kind of a part of your body you need to play goalie,
1: very much so.
0: So, um, so poor thoughts, thoughts and prayers for Groovy's crotch. Um, EJ also went out in that game, and honestly, I'm so he tired. He been
1: back yet, either. Has he?
0: No, and he tried EJ,
1: to back a couple times in that first he game, tried, yeah, but in
0: that game, and he got nailed again. Which people are mad about because uh
1: look, ain't nobody making that decision for him to go out on that ice, but Listen,
0: there people are mad because they're like, Oh, well, Jamie Ben targeted the guy who was already hurt. Jamie Ben was playing hockey.
1: And the Wii Shop music was playing in his head. He doesn't have that much forethought.
0: Like, I don't know how much you people think Jamie Ben thinks, but
1: <clears throat> it ain't a whole lot.
0: Anyway, so that's the like, they went down at the beginning of game two, and it looked like Colorado was maybe going to win, and then Dallas was like, ah, <laughs> fuck you.
1: Pretty much.
0: I'm, uh, we are, are on the record as being a, a Dallas uh, Stars podcast. Correct. I want to go on the record as saying that Avalanche fans are like Penguins fans.
1: you get the tiniest bit of
0: success and all of a sudden you think you're the shit um no but like literally i was watching the game the other night and i'm sure tonight's game will be like this even though it's a dallas home game it was like watching it was like for me as a stars fan it was like watching a nationally broadcast caps pens game as a caps fan oh boo complete with Pierre slavering over a dude from Nova Scotia, mm. and also I'm scared for Kale McCarr. I am
1: scared for Quinn Hughes.
0: Have you heard him go after go go like slobber over Quinn Hughes? No, I haven't watched a single Canucks you game. You
1: gotta you gotta watch one of the one of the games with the Couve because see Henry's upset about uh, it. Henry doesn't like Pierre either. Look, why are you mad? Pierre oh. does not Will shut we get mail? up about Quinn Hughes. Like He doesn't at, shut like, up.
0: Listen, Dallas goes up like five goals, and they're still talking about how Nathan McKinnon's the greatest player of all time. Look. Guryanov has the same number of goals. I think it's Guryanov.
1: It must be. It has to be.
0: So on the stars has the same number of goals as McKinnon.
1: I don't want to say, you know, I don't want to make any actual accusations here. But I find it interesting that now that Sidney Crosby is in his 30s and Pierre has moved out west, he's found two lithe young rookies to slobber upon now that he's there.
0: And Hughes isn't
1: a rookie, but... I mean, he might as well be. What, this is his sophomore
0: year? Yeah.
1: Yeah, he might as well be.
0: So uh, I'm getting grossed out talking about Pierre, but... So I I saved this uh, Canucks play that I want to talk about because it's uh, possibly one of the sexiest goals I've ever seen in my life. It involves passing between, like, six players and then a goal. And um, it's it's one of the clips against St. Louis. And it involves – okay, so the guy enters the zone, and he passes it over to one of the other dudes, and that guy passes it back to the first guy who does, like, a spin pass behind the back to the guy up by the net, except the guy up by the net doesn't shoot. He passes it back to a guy that's above the circle, and then the guy above the circle scores. It is the sexiest hockey play I've ever seen in my life, Amy. You're not
1: wrong. I'm watching it over and over again. It's so
0: hot. I can't
1: tell who any of the people are.
0: I'm horny for this hockey play. I'm pretty sure one of them is Quinn. Miller.
1: um, One of them is TJ Miller. I was just going to – J.T. Miller, not T.J. Miller. T.J. Miller is a comedian. Um, 43, 49.
0: I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's hot. I don't care who they are. Sexy hockey. But you know what else is hot? Todd Reardon got fired. Wait, wait. wait. I have to mention one
1: other thing that's hot. Okay, okay. Knocking the reigning Stanley Cup champions out in the first round.
0: Yes, because I fucking hate the St. Louis Blues. There you go. Now we can talk about Todd getting fired. Todd got fired, which he deserved. Listen, okay, Todd Reardon is a nice person. Todd Reardon was not ready to be a head coach because Todd Reardon was basically a second-grade teacher. Actually, no, No, that's not fair. My mom taught second grade and was firmer than Todd Reardon.
1: Yeah, I just, I don't understand. And I talked a lot about this on my other podcast, but I will talk about it here. So many of the quotes that he gave after all of those games had the phrase, I believe in them.
0: Belief is not enough. Yell at them.
1: I believe in this team. I believe in their work, in in our work ethic. Do you? How
0: can you? It's non-fucking existent. Having watched John Carlson practice, it is non-fucking existent.
1: And you know what? John Carlson was hurt. Maybe he was hurt the whole series. Nick Nick Backstrom was out in all the games except for one. But guess what? That shouldn't matter. Backstrom
0: was out for the series against Tampa Bay. How about? The year we won the cup. So Mm -hmm. Tom Wilson was out because he was suspended. Because he's a dumb-dumb. Yeah.
1: And he didn't make good choices.
0: I just – and listen –
1: but good people. And, and inspiring and respected coaches do not say things all the time like, I believe in this and I believe in that. And respected coaches get talked about win or lose by their players. Did you ever see any of that?
0: Todd was not ready to be a head coach. I don't think Todd has the disposition to be a head coach. I think that maybe... I know a lot of people think, oh, well, they should have paid Barry. But I think what it comes down to is They should Barry, have known what
1: they had.
0: Barry also would have gotten fired by now, too. So Probably. I think people aren't taking into account that Barry had been on the verge of getting fired for most of that Several season. times that season. Mm-hmm. And I also think that people are not taking into account the fact that he wanted more tenure than they were going to give him. And that's where that broke down. And that negotiation was Barry's to make, not
1: ours. We gave him as much as we, the team gave him as much as they could. He said, I don't want that. And he left. And that is his right. We did not boot him out the door. We did not unceremoniously say, you're too expensive. We said, here's what we can offer you. He said, I can't take that. And he left. Like, I don't see where the big
0: crime against
1: Barry is in all of this.
0: People remember Barry in an extremely fond way because he left after the Caps immediately won a cup. But I honestly believe the Caps won the cup in spite of barry not because of him
1: oh yeah and all of this talk over the past week or so about barry aside from what we're talking about right now has i think been a mixture of hindsight and nostalgia And not because much more
0: than that. at the time it was very like yeah sure that makes sense and now that we know todd was bad we can say oh we should have kept barry but at the time like whatever man and And i don't think that a lot of the answers people have for coaching decisions are the answer but we're gonna get to that because we have a question in the listener questions about it Mm mm-hmm talk highlights mm-hmm. i'm gonna actually start with the canucks one because i the other two are are related yes our friend chris 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 Tanev read the lineup who proved for...
1: to everyone why we call him chris and just to be clear we are not making fun of people with speech impediments we are making fun of people who don't have teeth
0: we're making fun of people who got their teeth knocked through their lip specifically <laughs> So, it's Chris. Chris. Chris Tanev and Jimmy Vesey, who yeah, have both right. had their teeth put through their lips in the past few years. because um, That's how you would talk if your lip were swollen with your teeth stuck through it. I imagine. I've never experienced that. No. Um, thank God. Still. His te- Chris Tanev's teeth were embedded in his lip, I think? Or was that Jimmy Vesey's? That maybe was it was Jimmy, both of was, them.
1: No, that was Jimmy Vesey.
0: Um, either way. <laughs> I, they happened so close together that I just can't like remember.
1: No, I think Chris just doesn't have a lot of teeth.
0: No, it's definitely but like how he lost them was similar to wow. VC as well. Um anyway, so Chris Tanneh reads the uh the uh lineup for game one against wait Vegas. A minute, wait a minute, wait
1: a minute. You're you're forgetting the other the 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 same that came previously from Chris. About how they were going to celebrate after the game. Oh, you right. I don't remember what exactly he said though. It was something about. Hold on, talk about the other thing, and I'll find the other thing.
0: Uh huh. See, you weren't ready either. No, but um, I remembered it. Uh, listen, I just wanted to talk about shirtless Chris because he was hot. Dude was a whole uh like smorgasbord, like fucking buffet of meat. Anyway, so he's reading the... But also the funniest thing that came out of that was he said that Quinn Hughes wakes up and brushes his hair with a pork chop. I loved that. Um, the Canucks might do well because they got the furta. They, they do. A lot of, I... The Canucks got a lot of furta, which I respect. And I also have Jamie Benn. Or not Jamie. Geordie. Jordy Ben, And Jay Beagle. They do? Dallas is also an Arby's. Still. Yo, they have... The beans.
1: I should, when we're done here, I should go get myself another Arby's dinner because I've been doing that on Dallas game night. (gasps) Please do. That's going to be, that's the thing.
0: That's the thing. That's how they're winning. So Dallas. That's like
1: s'mores of years before.
0: Those s'mores worked until they didn't.
1: I know. And Arby's is working. So
0: there you go. (laughs) Those s'mores worked until they didn't. I mean. You know. I had beer. I had ice cream. I had legit s'mores. I had everything. Yeah, we made stovetop s'mores. To be clear, I have a gas stove. It's very easy to make stovetop s'mores. Yes. At your Um, house. You could make them at my house. I also have a fire pit now. So, more authentic s'mores. Ah. Oh, that's true. I got a fire pit for Christmas and we haven't lit it yet. Yeah, Dallas went out to whatever park like football field thing that they've got inside their bubble and soccer stadium i think football field took their Um, shirts off yeah they did you know what anton kudobin got the dad bod working like the hockey dad bod into it
1: so does jamie ben but we knew that about him for a long time
0: we knew uh uh, i said radko gudas because i was thinking about uh alexander radulop's body hair same hat true just kidding there's way less body hair on Alexander radulov i distracted distracted um and the only bad thing about it was that miro high skinned also had his shirt off and i didn't like that because that's a whole child Mm. but you know what that's fine it was a good time everybody was shirtless and then they do their little like passing their big chain around they post their video on instagram or not instagram on twitter after games with their big chain that they give to each other those are usually shirtless too
1: better better
0: than shirtless they are um in their little compression shorts so dallas we're thinking arby's we got listener questions and the first one is from donya and it is which recently fired coach with experience would you most like to see get a shot with the caps and there's only one correct answer to this
1: i mean what i'd most like to see gerard galant but but that is the correct answer peter Laviolette is a close second i don't know about that dude i don't know about that here's the thing um a couple of things actually number one i asked my cousin steve what he thought of Laviolette while we were watching uh, game five of the Caps' demise. And I texted him and I was like, So we're going to be looking at new coaches. What do you think? What do you think of Lobby Because I knew his name would come up anyhow. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Lobby's tough, but he's fair. And he certainly would not abide by a bullshit performance like this. Okay. And that's the kind of thing that this team needs. They need a coach who will say, this shit is unacceptable and not, I believe in the team. You know, if you click your heels three times, then you get to go home from the bubble. Uh The other thing that I found out in my research about Peter LaViolette is that Peter LaViolette is responsible, I think, if not for coining the term for making it famous, playing with jam. (laughs) This team needs to play with some jam. okay and i can get behind a coach who tells his team to play with jam
0: i just don't love the stats (laughs) on laviolette i don't love it i do think i would prefer gallant based solely on the fact that he is the only one who didn't get fired because of his performance he did
1: from the panthers
0: okay but not from the knights right i mean he's the only one that is available currently because he didn't get fired for his performance
1: okay yes that is a much more succinct assessment agreed which is what i was saying right i just didn't understand it that way
0: i the other names i see floated a lot are babcock which no i will i will absolutely not I would rather be a Penguins fan than be a fan of a Caps team coached by Mike Babcock.
1: Did you hear what our friends at another hockey website suggested? Like they went through a list of all the available coaches.
0: No, I didn't. And you
1: you know who they included? Who? Two people that we've already mentioned on this podcast: Mike Milbury and Pierre McGuire.
0: Fuck them. I would I would literally go to MedStar throw. A hockey glove at Mike Milbury and demand he fight me in the parking lot.
1: And I'd be standing right behind you going,
0: come on! I want to fight Mike, physically fight that man so much. I want to fight him. From Karen. Which former Caps coach would you least like to see return to the Caps? Because this is adjacent to the last question, because everyone keeps saying Boudreaux. Why? the so fucking lully not. I mean, obviously the only choice here is Barry, because at least they respect Barry. Did they, though? They sure seem to. I think they do in hindsight. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, if the choices are respect Barry or respect Todd, then yes, they respect Barry. I think they were like, oh shit, we had it good with Barry. The thing about it is, and... I'm not necessarily calling you out. I'm just c- calling back to what you said before. If they won that cup in spite of Barry, yeah. how much respect did they really have for Listen, him? Listen,
0: respecting a person and uh, coaching, you know, they could love him as a as a person. Oh, I'm and a coach sure they love could...
1: him as a person. Well, yeah,
0: well, they could love him as a person and a coach and he could still be a terrible fucking coach. That doesn't mean anything. You know why it's a
1: bad idea to promote your assistant? And I was listening to this on a podcast the other day they were actually interviewing a guy who used to be a player and i forget who he was it was a name i didn't recognize but he said your assistant coaches are the ones that deal with the day-to-day bullshit your assistant coaches are the ones you go to because you know you can't bitch and moan to the head coach or he'll have you for dinner so you go to the assistant coach imagine
0: todd reardon having someone for dinner
1: right exactly so if toddles has always been The guy you bitch to, and then all of a sudden he's not the guy you bitch to anymore, but you know all the bitching you did to him. How's that relationship gonna work?
0: Anyway, nobody likes Todd Rudin. No. I don't, I, they're like, I think having a former coach return is a bad plan. Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, that's the reason why they left.
0: I think the worst of all would be Boudreaux, (laughs) because I know that went real well with Ovi. Right? like that
1: might not be a good idea to bring back the guy you called a fat fuck.
0: No. From
1: Elizabeth, Patrick Sharp is head coach. I mean, do I get to look at him more? Sure. but, he but think, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think he's no, head coach material. Here's the thing. Anybody who says a Patrick Sharp or an Alan May or a Mike
0: Miller or Brian McGuire or anybody else who I've has... I've seen Anson Carter, Joel Ward. These guys don't have experience. Right. What? Not only that, but, you know, A, yes,
1: McClellan has said, I want an experienced NHL coach. So, yeah, none of those guys with the bill. B, all those guys that wear suits and ties and sit behind a desk who are former players are there because they want to be there. If they wanted to be coaching, they would have tried it. And they may have tried it, but guess what? Nobody wanted them to
0: coach. Therefore, they are not coaching. Sharp is like three years removed from playing. He hasn't even had time to try coaching. I mean,
1: how much you want to bet Weems is going to give it a shot as soon as he retires? Coaching? Oh,
0: absolutely. Yeah. If I were going to have a former player as a coach, I would want it to be Justin Williams. Yeah, will there, are guys, there are guys Brooks, that are Brooks cut or out for that.
1: Yeah. Now, I don't think he should start as a head coach.
0: No, but as put a defense, out, put, put I know they, they have him. Why not? I know they have him like in our system, like working and I think they should yeah, actually he's... put him to work as a defensive coach. Yeah. Because he's... I think dudes would run through a wall for him. Yep, he is out there scouting defensemen
1: right now, but yes, no. he should be the defensive coach. Actually make him a coach. But here's the problem with that, see, the clown is saying that all the assistant coaching decisions are gonna be made by whoever they hire. Which is why they well, haven't made any changes there yet.
0: And that's fine, but those changes will get made, and I think Blaine Forsythe also needs to go.
1: Holy shit. Do not let the door hit you where the good Lord's push it, Blaine. Go get some new wax for that head and, I don't know, put a hat on it and lay on a beach somewhere. I mm.
0: um, Grocery store list for the caps. I'm going to give you each of these questions. Okay. Who came in with a list and a clear plan? Lars Eller. Who went in with no list and an empty stomach? Ovi. Who makes a beeline for the ice cream?
1: Oh, wait. I know this. Jacob Verana.
0: I was going to say, it's Frana. Why are you hesitating? <laughs> <laughs> Who bought fruit they know they won't eat? Um, Nick Dowd. Who's never seen a vegetable in their life? Tom Wilson. Jonas Siegenthaler. I've seen him cook. Who goes into the 10-item checkout with 11 items? Um, that also might be Tom Wilson. That also might be Tom Wilson.
1: It also might be Garnet Hathaway. Who calls them out for it? If it's Tom Wilson, Kuznetsov. Kuznetsov goes in with
0: 11 items. <laughs> <laughs> Who's trying to use expired coupons? Todd Reardon. Who's only purchases popcorn, wine, and a single baguette? Jonas. From Renee. Favorite moment from this cap season?
1: I can't remember far back to where the good times were. Good times? What were good times? Like, I can't...
0: Like, you're asking me to remember the before the weirds? I don't know. No, Ovi's 700th goal in New Jersey, which you were not at. No, I was not. Because people in New Jersey didn't understand why all the Caps... Like, there were so many Caps fans there. And the Jersey fans didn't understand why everyone was celebrating a goal so dramatically. And then the, like congratulations ov thing started playing on the screen and they were like oh shit and they all stood up and started celebrating too and miranda cried i'm sure she did she wasn't sitting with me but i know she cried um least favorite moment all of this
1: yeah i you know, mean my, I, except I, for the todd reardon firing but yeah. yeah
0: that's pretty great why are we both coughing so much i don't know do i also need to stop smoking no from sarah Remember when we were happy and there was nothing to worry about except how good Siegenthaler sausage would be? Ah, that one again. Remember when we were happy and there was nothing to worry about except how good Siegenthaler sausage would be? Yes,
1: because there were a whole bunch of us in the room when we were cutting up the Siegenthaler sausage. And I haven't been in a room with a whole bunch of my friends in fucking months.
0: I just remember Micah going, salami. which was the best
1: part okay so so the reason why i was a little spaced out was because i found the other chris tanev quote oh okay it was good They ask him yes hold on they ask him so how do you plan on celebrating in the bubble and he says i don't know we'll see i'm sure we can think of a few things here after we get
0: undressed God bless just men. Um, (laughs) Next time I'm sure there will be more drama, especially because they've announced that while the baseball game tonight, baseball games are being uh, protested and basketball games are being protested, but hockey is going to have a moment of reflection. Oh, fuck off. Go ahead and play the game. Well, Probably not talk about that because, honestly, of course. I of just course. talked about it. Fuck of off. Course. Hockey, peopled by white men. I hope – ooh, but I hope Dallas kneels. Come on, oh. Tyler. Come on, Tyler. Tyler. do it. Next time we'll probably not talk about the Caps, but maybe we'll have a new coach. Who knows? We will continue to follow the playoffs and hopefully – Dallas continues to do what they're doing and will continue to be a Dallas podcast for the foreseeable future. What up? And party. You can message us on Twitter at PuckerUpPodcast. You can email us at PuckerUpPod at gmail.com. You can visit our website at PuckerUpHockey.com. And we do have a Patreon at Patreon.com slash PuckerUpPodcast. We also have a Discord. You can get that link on our Twitter or our website. And come join us and chat about shit during all the games. Everything. Not just hockey. Everything. Video games politics you I know can that's fucking marathon
1: k-pop videos with julie
0: listen we don't always it's marathon, marathon k-pop videos
1: you we can marathon cur- really weird not really weird korean Are they korean it's the chinese Japanese? chinese
0: chinese soap operas
1: with overtones
0: oh the
1: overtones
0: we are currently watching the untamed every weekend several of we us so
1: julie and several other people
0: Oh, me and Tanya and, and Claire and Claire. But we're and... not
1: me. I haven't joined in yet. You
0: should. You should catch up. We're only, we'll, we're starting episode 15 on Saturday. So Out of how many? Like 50, I think.
1: Oh, shit. Are they an hour or a half? They're half. Oh, that's better.
0: So, yeah, you can totally catch up and join us. The only problem is you gotta read it. I don't
1: mind subtitles. I'm not Donald Trump. <laughs>
0: Anyway, so you enjoy, like, we talk about video games, we talk about K pop, we watch movies and TV shows and videos, and we talk about hockey too sometimes. And
1: post videos of a shirtless Chris Tanner talking about people
0: combing their hair with pork chops. Oh, yeah. Of course, we've got a dedicated Thylakes channel. Why would we not?
1: We do. (laughs) It's good.
0: Come to
1: the Discord! Bye!